0: Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, Israel's Unfaithfulness in a Time of Safety. Today, Israel is not dwelling safely. They are threatened from every direction. For many Jews, the thing they want most of all is peace and safety. Between the 69th and 70th week of Daniel, the time period between Christ's triumphal entry and Israel signing a seven-year covenant with Antichrist, we find in Daniel 9.26 that three things are determined to take place during this gap period. Number one, the Messiah would be cut off. He was. Number two, the city of Jerusalem and the sanctuary, the temple, would be destroyed, which it was by the Romans in 70 A.D. And, And number three, And until the end of this gap period, war desolations are decreed to take place. They have. In the flow of thought in Daniel 9, the only thing that will change this continual pattern of war desolations, Daniel 9.26, is the confirmation of a one-week covenant with Antichrist, which is then addressed in Daniel 9.27. In the gap period, war desolations persist until the signing of the seven-year covenant. Then the implication is that the pattern of constant war desolations will be broken. Finally, there will be a time of dwelling safely because of the protection then afforded by Antichrist. Compare First Thessalonians 5.3. In that context, the Jews will once again be able to have, quote, sacrifice and offering, End quote Daniel 9:27 Finally they will think the long-awaited peace in our lifetime mantra has been achieved. I take it this accounts for the time of Israel dwelling safely in combination with their great unfaithfulness in this context, as seen in Ezekiel 38 and 39. Notice the end of Ezekiel 39:26 says, "When they dwelt safely in their own land and no one made them afraid. The context of this statement, relates to Israel's brokenness after their sin of great unfaithfulness in the context of dwelling safely. As translated in the New King James, it relates to Israel's unfaithfulness in particular when they dwelt safely and no one made them afraid. It was in the context of of safety when they were guilty of this great unfaithfulness. Commentators bring out that the Hebrew construction here, the infinitive construction, can Either be translated as when they dwelt in safety in the past tense or when they dwell in safety in the future tense. It could go either way, the context is the determining factor. The problem here is that the context is mixed. Ezekiel is describing their past sin but also their future restoration. If one takes it as a future tense, then the idea is that Israel will no longer bear their reproach of shame when. They are settled in the kingdom in a context of safety. However, I favor this relating back to their sinfulness, which is where this thought flows from, as seen seen beginning in verses 23 and 24. It is when they are dwelling safely that they will commit the most egregious sin in the history of Israel, other than perhaps the crucifying of their own Messiah, as they enter into a covenant relationship with the Antichrist i take it that the time of safety is when they enter into the seven year covenant with antichrist compare daniel 9:27 this covenant with antichrist is the height of their unfaithfulness as they receive the one who comes in his own name with his own credentials while at the same time they had previously rejected the one who came with all the bible credentials of the father compare john 5:43 Before their repentance comes, they reach the height of their apostasy, and it's committed in a context of safety, in which no one makes them afraid. In this arrangement with Antichrist, they feel no need of God, and they feel safe. Finally, they will have arrived, and all without the help of God, or so it will appear. This covenant with Antichrist is especially offensive to God. Israel thought it would bring them safety. But immediately thereafter, God allows this massive invasion by Gog and Magog. Then Yahweh rises up to show that Israel's preservation is really dependent upon him alone. Israel and the world will get the point. The broader context bears this out. Ezekiel has made a major point of showing that the war of Gog and Magog happens when Israel is dwelling safely. When something is stated three times, an emphasis is being made which is of great importance. Importance, Ezekiel thirty-eight eight. After many days, you will be visited. In the latter years, you will come into the land of those brought back from the sword and gathered from many people on the mountains of Israel, which had long been desolate. They were brought out of the nations, and now all of them dwell safely. Ezekiel thirty-eight eleven. You will say, "I will go up to a land of unwalled villages. I will go to a peaceful people who dwell safely." all of them dwelling without walls and having neither bars nor gates. Ezekiel 38:14 Therefore son of man prophesy and say to Gog thus says the Lord God on that day when my people Israel dwell safely will you not know it? It's in the context of safety that Israel's unfaithfulness comes to a climax in conjunction with antichrist and it's in this context that Israel also finally comes to repentance as God intervenes in the great event of Gog and Magog invading the land of Israel. Lord, we thank you for your word, and we thank you that you are ultimately preserving Israel. Of course, they would have been toast a long time ago if you had not been preserving them. But uh, Lord, they, they don't realize it. They keep looking to the Gentiles, and they crave peace, and they are looking to anyone and everyone who will help them. And one day they will, they, with this mindset, will enter into a covenant, a strong covenant with Antichrist, only to find out uh, that he is the ultimate betrayer as he breaks his covenant. Lord, uh, we thank you that you are faithful in spite of ourselves, in spite of Israel. And uh, Lord, you do not change. And, and this is why Israel is not consumed. Lord, again, we thank you for your faithfulness. I pray in Jesus' name, amen.